Andrew Arbogast was a soldier who served on Fort Campbell. After leaving the Army, he had an idea to start his own business based on his dad's cheese dip recipe, and Arbo's Cheese Dip was born. What started out as a regional treat is getting to expand into markets all over the South, and you'll soon be able to find it on Clarksville shelves. Here's an incredible journey from idea to store shelves on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Katie. Hey, Charlie. Do you like cheese dip? Oh, my gosh. I've probably ne- never met a dip I didn't like. That's why I like you so much. <laughs> you calling me a dip? No do, you, no. do you know in 10th grade in Dixon County, if you were a, so- a freshman in high school, you were called a dip? Oh, well, that's but not... But that has that's nothing not, to do with why we're that's here. That's not harassing at in all. In this fantastic... With, with our friend, new dip. friend, Andrew, here. I know. Andrew walks in. We we didn't even get, you know, welcome him yet. But we're so excited about this cheese dip. I just want to eat some... Y'all go ahead and talk. I'll start I'm, I've been excited about this for a while because I uh, Nathan Clark has been telling me how amazing this cheese dip is, and I'm pretty excited about it. Well, let's find out a little bit about Andrew. All right. So you you have some connections to Clarksville. You were at Fort Campbell. So talk to us about that just a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, I spent 10 years on active duty, um, went to flight school, did the Apache pilot thing. And um, I've always wanted to get stationed at Fort Campbell. And I unfortunately didn't get it my first go. Um, Just being from Memphis, I wanted to be as close to home as I could be. And that was, you know, I I love the 101st. I've always just had a soft spot in my heart for them. Um, but finally uh, made it here in 2014. My wife and I uh, moved here, lived off of Exit 11, Parkview Village Way. I still remember the street. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I served in the 159th Combat Aviation Brigade and uh, commanded Alpha 3101. And so had a little tour to Afghanistan. And it was it was a quick trip. I swear, you know, Fort Campbell will just chew you, chew you up and spit you oh, out. So it's right. Came in, did a lot of training, deployed, got back. One month later, I'm heading to Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. So. So why an Apache? Man, I I just loved the glamour and the yeah. excitement of it. I mean, when I was in college and I was doing Army ROTC, that was, you know, 2004, 2007. That's kind of like heat of the battle that time. Mm-hmm. We were surge in Iraq war. And I, I just, I wanted to make an impact and help. And if that was through supporting ground troops and, and I mean, everyone has a support role in some sure. capacity, but my thought was, well, if I'm going to be able to do that, I need to be able to shoot back, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and really <laughs> uh, protect our, our, our ground guys. And so that was really the the main thing. But then if you look at that helicopter, man, it is yeah. it's sexy. I, I don't it have is, another word cool for looking. it. Yeah, it's there's one, probably one flying over us like right now. We probably. Just can't see. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things you're in the cockpit and it kind of gets mundane sometimes. But then you look over at your wingman and you're like, gosh, that that looks cool. I wish I was doing what he's yeah. doing, but it's like you're in it, you know, mm-hmm. so it, I miss it. Um, but it, it was uh, it was a good 10 years and had to move on to something else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like you moved in the right direction because <laughs> transitioning out of the military is not necessarily an easy process. No, um, I I was naive especially when going into this about the the impact of your experience in the military and the the symptoms leaving you know I had no idea would I have changed anything no but it, it doesn't matter you know what you do in the military I, I feel like that transition period can make or break people and it takes years to really work on it and if you don't address it and if you don't 
do take your due diligence to to successfully transition out it it can it can be bad but my focus was staying busy and yeah. um i wasn't leaving the military and you know then going to find out what i i knew that i wanted a new challenge and that was corporate america so I had a plan. I got hired on at this company in Memphis uh, called International Paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I was living or stationed in Savannah at the time, I started working at the paper mill there. Loved it because it, 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 this that environment, it's like bullets flying for those guys. So it kind of felt normal. And then I wanted to move back to Memphis. My wife and I had twins and we just needed our network. And so came back to Memphis, worked in uh, the corporate office. And that's when it came to a screeching halt. Working in a cubicle. Yeah. It That's was not your thing. Yeah. It, it just, it just did not, it didn't challenge me. Yes. There's some things that I had and I progressed and I did well, but I noticed with the promotions and everything, like I just was becoming very discontent with what I was doing, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. When I transitioned out of the army, they always offered these, you know, your transition assistance program. They offered like, well, do you want to go the resume writing and, you know, corporate or, or defense route? Or do you want to learn, take some classes on becoming an entrepreneur? I was like, absolutely not. I have no interest in being an entrepreneur. How'd that work out for you? How'd that plan work out for you? I, I, it did. And one of the things I really had to address was, am I cut out for this? And so I needed some, some reaffirming feedback uh, reassuring feedback from from friends or colleagues that own their own business, successful mm-hmm. businesses. My best friend from high school. Um, I mean, th- we we would just joke around all the time. And this guy now owns a forty million dollar a year fishing company, like fishing gear yeah. poles. And, and mm-hmm. I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, if Ralph can do it, can I do it? I mean, there's a lot of things that I think he would take risks on that I wouldn't. But yeah. I was in the military for ten years. I took a lot mm-hmm. of risk, and so it was one of those things where. I wasn't fearless, but I'm like, if it doesn't work, I'll just go back to international paper. But you're talking about the cheese dip now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you know, starting a business doesn't work, you know, I, I, at some stage, I had to talk to my wife and say, "Hey, um, I, I would like to do this full time." And I said that jokingly in front of friends, and she was not having it. Yeah, she's like, uh, "I don't like." She's like, "That's not funny. I don't like you joking about that." And I say that now because she's she's very risk adverse, and yeah. I'm the one that's kind of like all over the place. Um, but three months after that, I'm sitting down with three partners, and we're signing an outline agreement that's going to allow me to quit my job at IP because they're going to fund this for the next two years and pay me to do it. And so, it, the how quickly this all transpired. I mean, I. I can't believe my wife is still with me. Yeah. It, it, it was yeah. just a big change. And we had a, a baby due and we already had twins and I'm quitting my job. We're moving. So 2021 was a train wreck, but um, a, a good train wreck. Well, if, yeah. that, if that Back up just a minute and share with Charlie um, how you even had the idea to do this, where this even came from. Oh, no, that's that's the important piece, yeah. too. Right. Um, so it's Arbo's cheese dip. Um <laughs> My last name is Arbogast. The okay, name, I was wondering where that... I, I, yeah. I knew your last name and I knew the cheese dip. Like, that's such a blonde moment for me. Why didn't I put that together? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it, it, it wasn't my first... It was probably the sixth or seventh uh, name that I had on the list. And I just didn't know. First, it's my dad's recipe, first of all. So, so I you grew up having this? Oh, man. 
since I can remember eating, I've mm-hmm. been eating this cheese dip and I've never gotten sick of it. Today, I still eat it. I mean, it's problematic because it's always in the house. It's like if you see it, you're like, oh, gosh, I guess I'll just eat this. Yeah, um, and right. then yeah. it's always an exciting moment. But my dad had always made this for gatherings, family and friends, and they call everyone called it Charlie's Cheese Dip. So I tried, you know. Yeah, he's got a great name. No doubt. About oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. No yeah. doubt. Um, and then you know, as I like had to Google how to start an LLC and all this other yeah. stuff, you know, things just continue to transpire. And now I'm like, okay, I've got to name this. I got to trademark it so no one steals the idea. I was so like protective. I didn't tell anyone about yeah. it for like yeah. three months. So you just were sitting in a cubicle one day and said, I think I'm gonna start selling cheese dip. It. it in a, in a way, yes, but it was during the pandemic. I hadn't been in the office in probably six gotcha. to seven months, and I I just was like, I hate this. The yeah. thought of going back into that office was it was not a bad company. It just yeah. wasn't for me. Yeah, that's right. And when I was hanging out with some buddies one night at my house, we were around a fire pit, and we were just all joking. I mean, seriously, but joking about how we hated our jobs. And I was like, well. I'm just going to start a business selling dad's cheese dip. And then, you know, it's all funny. We're laughing or whatever. And then one of my friends was like, if anyone's capable of doing something like this, Andrew, it's you. And I was like, dude, shut up. You know, like, and he's like, no, I'm serious. And okay, whatever. And the next day and the day after, like this idea just continues to resurface. Never went away. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I kind of like very timidly brought up to Aaron. I'm like, what if I, I was like, what do you think about me selling, like trying to get dad's cheese dip on a menu at a restaurant or something? And she, I could tell she was like, where is this going? Because mm-hmm. my personality has always been like, I'll start something and I never finish it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know that about myself. So <laughs> I, I was fearful of even approaching her with it. But I, I eventually thought, okay, I can do this. I've done a lot of things and if I can survive 10 years in the army and I'm still here and I'm successful at IP, like why can't I try this? And if I have the right people to ask and talk to that can help me and, and I can learn, that's, I mean, yeah. one thing I can do is like, I love food. So that's always been like the foundation. I love food. I've always wanted to go to culinary school, but leaving the army with three, you know, two kids and adding a third. And how am I going to quit and go to yeah. culinary school with no idea of what to come? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't get to own a, you know, buy a restaurant or start my own. So it's like, well, this might be a less risky way of doing it. Yeah. And if people try it and they like it going back to my buddy, that's an entrepreneur, he's, he, he would tell me stuff like Andrew, if it's good, People will buy it. Yeah. And, and so it's some of the most simple advice I've ever received. I'm like, but there's already cheese dips out there. He's yeah. like, Andrew, if it's good, people will buy it. Because from his point of view, he's selling fishing rods. He's competing or what, you know, when he started oh, competing sure. at Zebco mm-hmm. and all these other major brands. Yeah. And now he's, I mean, some of them have either, um, not that he's acquired any of them, but he's been majorly successful. So I'm like, it's very simple. It's very simple, but you have to be willing you have your heart has to yeah. be into it. If yeah. it's not, and it's just an idea that you're trying a bunch of different things because you want to be an entrepreneur. I mean, maybe someone's become successful that way, but I'm like, I have no other purpose than selling my dad's cheese dip. Yeah. And I'm going to grow this thing. And I believe in myself. It's like, that was the first thing. It's like, if you don't believe you can do it, yeah. then don't even try. I mean, so tell me like when you, I'm just curious when you called your dad and said, Hey, I'm going to sell your cheese dip. What was he like? That's so funny. You asked that. And there was, there was some, skepticism and i think some hesitancy is you know 
I don't, I don't want to say that my mom didn't believe in me, but I, I could tell when I told her about the idea and I, I brought a business plan over yeah. to their house one day. This is after like two months of doing this. And I'm like, dad, I'm, I'm asking you for permission to let me do this. And I was like, what do y'all think? Do you think this is something I could do? And my dad was just like, you can do this. And yeah. I, I knew that he wasn't just saying that to, mm-hmm. to make me feel good. I, he believed in it and, and he was never going to take it to this level. So it's not like he has any sort of, uh, resentment that, you know, I took, took yeah. his, he's, he's got his name on it. too. His name's on it. Yeah. And he, he was, I mean, when I started this and we started selling to grocery stores in May of last year, that was the first time we, I sold it, uh, May 15th on armed forces day. My dad's right there with me, uh-huh. stock and shelves. I mean, he's 70 years old. He doesn't need to be bending down, carrying these cases of cheese. I, I put him through the ringer. I didn't want to, but mm-hmm. like his heart was in it too. He's like, I'm going to, if he can help me, even if it's driving from A to B or sitting there at home, putting labels on containers. I mean, my mom and dad, they were just behind all of it. Once this thing really started to show some, some momentum. Yeah. Charlie, I think we should taste it. And then I, I want to taste it. And then I want him to tell us about what it was like to be on Shark Tank. Oh, so that has not occurred. Oh, it's going to occur. Well, we're in that whole conversation now. Okay. Um, I applied last summer and I'd never heard back. I never, I kind of just, I forgot about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I got an email out of the blue in April and they're like, Hey, you've been vetted and made it through the first round. Here's, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still there. Nothing is certain yet, but I have high hopes that something could work out. I am very nervous about it because yeah. I mean, you have to tell us if it does so we can make sure we watch it and talk about it. Oh, for sure. So now, Charlie, you've got the white. There's three different flavors. We have original, which is daddy's original recipe. Then we have spicy. And then Charlie has a white. So that's right. And you have the original. Yeah, I'll trade you in a minute. I want to try the original first. And this cheese dip's good cold. That's the beauty of it. it. I mean, that's how we've always eaten it. And I don't know why. I guess it's we're lazy and you just pull out of the fridge. But the the reason you can do that is the consistency. Mm -hmm. It's thin enough to where you can dip your chip cold. And we say never leave a broken chip behind. Oh, that's Um, good. Chip wreck. That's right. What was your slogan? You tell me about that on the phone one uh, day, how you came with slogan. Oh, yeah. We and, and. when I was getting I'm bring the, the, this um, one over to you, Charlie, when I was bringing uh, the idea and the concept to my buddy that I mentioned too, I, I, he has a graphic designer and he's like, dude, you just tell me what name you want and we'll give you some feedback, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll have her um, come up with a logo. It's like, you need a slogan though. I'm like, I don't need a, what do I need a slogan for? He's like, you gotta have a you slogan. You gotta have a slogan. And so I'm not creative. So I just was like, I ran through probably hundreds of different slogans and, and then somehow this thing came to me. It's like, what rhymes with cheese? What rhymes with, you know, whatever. And I, yep. I came across like three, six mafia, which is based, you know, uh, they're, uh-huh. they're from Memphis okay. and they've become very successful. So they're almost kind of like an inspiration in that. Yep. And I was like, what's I'm just a, up here eating cheese dip. what's a fun way I can, I can keep this. I want it to be fun. I, yep. That was the question too. It's like, do you want this to be a serious brand? And I'm like, it's cheese dip, you know, but, so cheese fix mafia is what we came up with. I thought three six was going to be, you know, like, Oh, you can't use our name, but yeah. they, they loved it. You know, so Charlie, you want to try the spicy. Yeah. I'll get some of that. And that, that original recipe, it's, it's a yellow cheese dip. It's got a blend of tomatoes, seasoned tomatoes and chilies. We oh, add, your recipe. Oh no, 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 no. We, and, and we add several different uh, seasonings that they just give it this mouth watering appearance and taste it's I say it's not spicy 
it has a kick. It's got this yeah. peppery, peppery finish on the back yeah. end. But if you don't like spicy food or kids, they eat it. They destroy yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And um, the the constant feedback was like, man, this is so much different. It's better than what else is out there. But if you wanted, you could go spicier. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, instead of me changing my recipe, how about I just come out with a spicy version? So I added a, a different type of smokier pepper that that gives it that smoky finish. And then I cranked up the heat on it. So it's like yeah. it's it's hot on the front end and the back end. It takes a couple of, of bites to you know start kick, but then you, you'll notice beads of sweat coming mm-hmm. off if you don't have a, a beer or i think the spicy I, I, the original i liked i love the spicy which one was your favorite which, you which one you just that one me. i just brought you the one you just did spicy you know i when i taste them they all taste they all taste great mm-hmm. but i could see me eating them on different things like if i had like on enchiladas different, yeah <laughs> like a, a, some pepperoni i might because i like to put cheese dips on some of the meats that I eat. Mm-hmm. And he's so very, like I make, very picky I make, I, I'm very picky, but I, I mean, I, I'm not picky. I just know what I like. Right. So mm-hmm. it's no, not picky. I'm going to start using that because my wife says the same thing about yeah, me. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. you know, she, they call me <laughs> Mr. Picky Pants. I'm like, no, I'm not picky. I just eat what I like. Right. But I, I make bacon, a lot of bacon, mm. thick cut bacon. And I took a local cheese dip and made a bacon bagel and I drizzled, some cheese. Oh, that dip does sound delicious. It. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I've got a picture of it and it's fantastic. And I could see I could see the um the original or the white? The original. Mm-hmm. I could see the original on that bacon, like crispy bacon on a bagel like drizzled on there. We'll let you take this one home so you can try it and tell us about but it. But I think all three of them are really good. And the spicy one, it does have it has a little more kick, but it reminded me of when when I have you know, some cut meats, you know, like a charcuterie, charcuterie board. Shark, sorry. Yeah. And and dipping, you know, and doing different cheeses with it. So I think that some of these, or all three of them, would be really good as a side to a cheese board. Oh. You know, you've got your oh, solid yeah. cheeses, but then you've mm-hmm. got some you can dip, you know, your some of the ones that you spread. Even vegetables. No, and, that's... And, and the yeah. good part is you don't have to heat it up. So when it's sitting there on the table, it's just a, an an added value to that board. That and that was the whole thing. It's like there are going to be people that only want to eat it warm, and yeah. you can still heat it up. Yeah. You can microwave <clears throat> it, and it's the consistency won't change. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not going to lose its its bonding and, yeah. and all that. It just it's got a lot of flavor, so it doesn't doesn't ever taste watered yeah. down. Um, the third one. The white, when I, came, I I had to come up with that recipe. Yeah. Because when I started, people were like, oh, this is really good. Don't do you have a white version? Because that's, it's all regional based. Memphis, it's yellow. But outside of Memphis, you know, in certain areas, mm-hmm. it could be white. In Texas, it's yellow. Uh, but so I wanted to make sure I'm, I'm capturing all of the audience, right? Yeah. But I didn't want to take the yellow recipe and just make it the same, but with white cheese. Yeah, that's right. right. And so what I did is I, well, I did try that. I'll say that I yeah. tried it, but it turned it like you had to, you had to see what it was like. Yeah. It, it was Brown, you know, like it, uh, it, it yeah. lost its visual appeal because of the, the darkness of the seasonings in yeah. the, in the yellow. But so I found some white seasoning, some garlic powder, onion powder, and those sorts of things. So where it didn't lose the white appearance, but I added jalapenos to this, mm-hmm. to the white versus the yellow that has tomatoes and chili. So they're totally different flavor yep. profiles. Mm-hmm. They still have a kick. The white's still smooth enough to where you can eat it cold. 
and I wanted kids to still be able to eat it. So I kept that white mm-hmm. kind of not neutral, but had that finishing kick and it, it's still. My it's, son's going to love the white. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure to send you home with extra white. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think they're, I think they're fantastic. And I love this story, the entrepreneurial I do too. story, because it's not easy. It doesn't matter what your background is. When you start a business, it's not easy. And it's 24-7 yeah. of figuring out trial and error. You know, you had some people support you, kind of get you moving. You got your family behind you. Your wife finally came along with mm-hmm. you. And uh, I just think it's a great story. You've served our country. Now you're serving us something else we like. We like our freedom. <laughs> yeah, right? We like our cheese. Yeah. And the other thing yeah. is, I really love the idea that you just took something that was natural to you your whole life and thought, hey, I wonder what other people... I love that. That's been a part of my life. I love it. Maybe other people would love it. And that's it. It's like there, there's room for more... There's never enough, too much room for, for mm-hmm. dips, right? And like... I love cheese. A lot of cheese is probably the most commonly loved foods, unless you're lactose intolerant. I think they still like it. They just can't eat it. But the the idea, that's that was a worry. I was like, oh, there's already cheese dip out there. And I started in Memphis, which is the home of Poncho's. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have heard of that. I, I grew up in Northeast Arkansas, remember? That's so, right. Yes. Very familiar with Poncho's. I'm like, how can I go up against a giant like this in Memphis? That's where that whole army experience came in is just the fearless mentality. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. I, I have a good product. And if people are telling me they like it just as much if or better, then I'm like, okay, well, then they've got a good product. If I can make it better, mm-hmm. I could be successful too. Right. Um, but there was so much, I, I didn't do any of this by myself. Like I, I've used a lot of resources um, Bunker Labs, they're a, a veteran entrepreneur accelerator program. Y'all have probably heard of them. There's, I'm, I'm part of the Bunker Labs group out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. So I applied with them. They're like, let's go, brother. Got into this cohort and it's just, it's like constant feedback. Like, hey, That's this nice. is what I'm doing or I'm terrible with financials. Do y'all have any reason? And they're, they're connecting us to so other. You're learning a ton going through this too. Learning a ton. The connections that Bunker Labs has, has and, th- and that's why like any veteran I, I come across that may be struggling as an entrepreneur, I'm like, dude, go talk to Bunker Labs. They will welcome you with open arms and they will make you successful. And so I owe a lot of credit to them. I owe a lot of credit to everyone, friends and family that have helped yeah. propel this. So before we close and get out of here, I mean, we're, we're doing this whole podcast because you just recently found out that you're going to be in Clarksville grocery stores. That's right. That's so what, tell our listeners where, where can they go buy this stuff? So, um, the, the last year I've been, you know, in distribution with independent grocery stores, but I knew in Memphis Kroger's all over the place. That's where everybody shops. Mm-hmm. And I started looking like Kroger's everywhere. So I've been beating the door down trying to, you know, get in. And then they called me and said, Hey, you know, I guess my persistence paid off. I have mm-hmm. a great product. They love the story. They they know that I'm serious. So they gave me 60 stores in a couple states. And then the next day they call, they're like, hey, we actually made a mistake. Uh, we You have 100 stores in five states. And so all of Tennessee from like Chattanooga, Knoxville, Clarksville, of course, surrounding area, Nashville, all of Memphis, but that even in like Bowling Green, Kentucky and mm-hmm. Alabama um, and Mississippi and Arkansas. Little mm-hmm. Rock and Hot Springs. But so that that really got me to this point here in Clarksville. I'm like this. How how did this come full circle? I'm back in Clarksville. You're back in Clarksville. I, yeah. I've come up a couple times for, you know, changes of command or promotions mm-hmm. and whatnot, but never I thought I'd be here on store shelves. And and as a veteran, I think that plays a major piece, too. It's like coming back and, and supporting my hometown, my home or 
My military tennis. No, you're fine. He's over there striking the lid of the white. <laughs> hey, you know it. I want to take care of y'all. So, um, yeah. So, so Kroger um, in November, first week of November, we're launching at the Kroger on Lowe's and Madison here in Clarksville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where now? So when is it? Gonna, it's obviously chilled. So where in Kroger do I find it? It's going to be in the deli section. So okay. if you're looking in the dairy, you won't find it. This is one of those what they would call like a higher quality um, mm-hmm. product. It's going to be in the deli because it's refrigerated. It's not going to be. I know exactly where shelf it'll be, stable yeah. by the chip. You won't find it in the chip aisle. That's yeah. your Tostitos and other stuff. This is this is going to be in the deli. With all the other hummus dips and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. So does it need to stay chilled? It does need to stay chilled, which is one of the things. Look, if I would have known what all was going to go into this, I probably would have run the other way. But Mm. (laughs) I mean, that's another thing with like entrepreneurs. I think having a decent amount of naivety going Mm -hmm. into something, you're like, oh, I can do this. And then all the little or little big details that you're just unaware of. But yeah, it's it's got to stay refrigerated. It's got a shelf life of 120 days. And it, it just, it, it the quality control piece is so critical, but I can't be everywhere, right? Yeah. I can't go to every store and, mm-hmm. do, and do taste tests or samples or whatever. Uh, but I've got a co-packer who's making it. So it's like, I yeah. send him an order of two pallets. Mm-hmm. They turn out hundreds of tubs a day and they'll package them, put them in a box, put them on a pallet. I have a truck come pick it up and then it's history from there. There you go. Uh, you know, um, this is delicious. I can't quit it. And I've been eating more of the spicy. I really like it. It was my favorite at first, but after two or three chips, it's even spicier. Mm-hmm. It is. I think I might go to the original. That might be my favorite. That's your safe bet. If if you're on the fence. I, 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 well, they're all good. So. Yeah, but some people like to sweat. That's true. I, look, uh, and I, if you've I got a, a cold beverage with you. Oh man. I'll hold I'm with you. Yep. So we sell this to breweries in Memphis. They burn through eight cases a week because they they can't sell food there. So they'll have food trucks and food trunks cancel. And so they'll burn through tubs of Arbos. It's my favorite place to to sell it, actually. So um, Arbos cheese dip, original, the wide, and then the spicy. Is it already on shelves or is it coming to shelves? It'll uh, come to shelves in Clarksville uh, November. So first week of November is what I was told, um, and we're going to be so in the two. What the heck we going to do till November, Charlie? Look, uh, hey, you, I'm going to try to make this tub last as long as I can. You, you know, people, you know me. So. Yeah, okay, I'll be calling <laughs> you. Know people. I'll, yeah. I got your number. That's right. And yes. I go, listen, I go through Memphis every now and then. I'll stop and get us some, Charlie. Yeah, and I, and what I, I also encourage people to do is follow us on social media: Instagram, Facebook, at um, Arbo's Dip, and our website's arbosdip.com. Um, you can sign up and for the mm-hmm. newsletter, join the Cheese Fix Mafia for any updates. We're, we do pop-ups. We'll be in Nashville with mm-hmm. other food groups doing okay. collaborations and stuff. So and that's A-R-B-O-S for those who yep. that's right. don't spell very well like me. <laughs> it's true. Well, we sure appreciate you being here. Charlie, Katie, And congratulations. This is huge. I appreciate I'm proud it. for you. And 101st played a big part in it. You, so. you know, I, I can't, I want you to come back in like a couple years when you're like rich and famous and we're just little peons ah. over here and then tell us about the journey, no, right? There you go. Hey, mm-hmm. humble beginnings. I, I got to keep my head on. So you will. That's right. You will. Thank you. Thank you all. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.